Hello, and welcome to the next episode of Lost in Criterion. I'm John Patrick Owatari Dorgan, and with me, as always, is a man who endures beatings, insults, and mambo. That was the tagline for this movie. On In that order. Yes. In that endures order. Endures beatings, insults, and mambo. In that order. In that order. Yes. Um, they are my favorite things, too. So let's... But endures mambo. Yes. Enduring Mambo is hard, man. It doesn't, it doesn't feel act- like it's it in a, the same... It is a very physical But he activity. doesn't do Mambo. He endures Mambo being done at him. <laughs> same as the beatings and the insults. That is true. That is true. I, don't, I didn't the understand. Mambo. Like, Thank to you. Like, when I saw that on Hulu, I was like, what are they talking about? To be fair, the Mambo being done at him is a very angry Mambo. It is true. This is You are not uh, telling a lie. But yes, just uh, food it, for is, thought. it is a delirious mambo. It is a it delirious mambo done by a crazy woman. In fact, I would I would call it delirious more than I would call it angry. We are talking about Roger Vadim's 1956 film *And God Created Woman*. It is Vadim's first directorship. Uh, it is the movie that made Bridget Bardo famous. Uh, she was married to Roger Vadim when it was made. Uh, she was 21 here, uh, but they had been in a relationship relationship since he first saw her on the cover of *Elle* magazine when she was 15. Uh, because she's Bridget Bardo, so she will be on the cover of *Elle* magazine when she's 15. 15. Yeah. Yes. Um, so, a famously beautiful woman, um, and she's you know I don't see a sex it. kitten in this movie. Yeah, I, different times, right? Different strokes, different folks, different times. Sort of yes, I I know people who would appreciate her big hair, but it's kind of a <laughs> <laughs> now I'm getting out of anyway. Um, Go on, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I. Vadim to make this relationship even creepier than the idea that he fell in love with her on the cover of a magazine when she was 15, uh, described uh, his relationship with, uh, I'm not sure I can say this, Uh, she was my wife, my daughter, and my mistress. Oh, that's weird. That is super weird. That is so super weird. Anyway, they actually divorced uh, shortly after this movie. Uh, They remained friends, I am told. Uh, But she ended up having an affair uh, and living for two years with uh, another married man, uh, the actor who played Michelle in this movie. Um, Which is interesting in that, I don't know, he's kind of a pushover in this film. They end up married, but he's not exactly the one she wants in this in this film so so a uh, an instance of reality not lining up with the film I don't yeah. know that happens too often for it to be a yeah to, for I mean, it to be a thing to comment on but at the same time I, I see mean, what you're saying I mean Star, Star Wars is an issue of reality not lining up with uh, not lining <laughs> up with the film version so yeah I think <laughs> all films are <laughs> mostly 99% yeah, almost, almost entirely you know, except documentaries, and even most of those. So yeah, I mean, we've seen Nanook of the or whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah, Nanook of the North is, is not a documentary. Let's never. Yeah, no. Let's never pretend. But yeah, no, I, it's it kind of, but it, uh, so she's married to the director when yes. making this film. Yes, and it's not hard. To feel that there's some sort of weirdness about that. You know what I mean? Like, so she's supposed to be... How old? She's 18, apparently, in this film, right? She she is... Her character is 18. Her, yes, I know. Yeah, I know. But, like, so... so oh, man, I just had an incident with my headphones. Um, So, she's... She, her character is 18 in this film. Yeah. And we can't help but feel... Or at least I can't help but feel that, like... <laughs> 
because it's not explicitly stated that she's 18, mm-hmm. and she looks fairly young, Yeah, I'm like, are these guys... And then she's being, like, sent back to the orphanage. Well, I'm like, she's these... She's sent back to the orphanage until she's 21, though. You know, that's that's specifically stated. Right, so, but like, you know, I this, don't know where we're starting time where, from. where orphanages, orphanages held on to you a little bit longer. Right, and, you know? I, and I couldn't help but think, like... I was like, how old is this girl? Yeah. So, it made me so very you're, you're wondering how old right. the Yeah. How old the character right, is. the character well, is. Well I would I would also say that uh Is this a film about um, statutory rape is what I'm asking. I I I'll, It's I'll not because consent, she's eighteen. Consent ages uh, and uh and and marriageable ages are, are a different thing. Uh, for instance, uh when she was eighteen and finally married Vadim, uh she still had to get her parents' permission for it you mm. know, to go through, and her parents' permission was uh, predicated on him becoming Roman Catholic uh, because he was uh, Greek Orthodox by tradition. Um, uh, the Wikipedia article on on Bardo just it says they are unsure if that actually happened um, or not, whether he <laughs> actually converted, but uh, but they did end up married, uh, and then she ended up cheating on him. I I think. Any queasiness I might have about uh, Vadim sort of using her uh, to make this movie uh, is balanced against the fact that knowing the rest of Bridget Bardot's life, <clears throat> she clearly knew what she was doing and was in control. Yeah, like you know, it's not whether or not Vadim thought he was in control, and he very much, she may have well let him believe that. But I think she had her own thing going on. Yeah, she no. knew what she was doing. My my hesitation about the film is not necessarily like whether or not she was being used, but sort uh-huh. of the weird, that weird combination between the nature of what we know about their relationship, relationship versus and... what happens in the film seems so yeah. upsettingly similar. And what happens yeah. in the film well, is upsetting. I think uh, I think within the movie. Uh, she is portrayed as more naive than she was in real life. Yeah, okay. Um, in the movie, she's just out to have fun. Uh, and that's really her MO. Um, she loves Antoine, but she's you know, having sex or, or having sexual-esque relationships, I guess. Um, with, with the old guy, she jokingly calls herself a gold digger in song. Um. But, uh, you know, I think, I think the reality behind the film is that she was not naive. Yeah, she, no, I, I, it was just, there was something eerie about the yeah. whole thing, but, like, um, yeah. for me, like, but though, I, think, I, I don't think, think, I don't think it's fair, and I saw this on, like, the description of the film, and it's a real, saying that she's just, like, a wild woman, or, like, a girl out to have fun, I think, kind of, is not fair. Yeah. Like, there's obviously some like, and it's a, you can even read this in the acting like some pretty deep psychological scars. Think, yeah, I mean, I don't yeah. feel like she's just like, I don't think calling her just a wild woman or like a woman out to have fun is necessarily fair. Well, yeah, and especially considering her reaction to was it? I think we could statements. I don't know. Yeah, we could project. We could project uh, a lot of backstory to her right. if we wanted to dive into the psychology and, of the character. Yeah, and for me personally, uh, while know, I was watching, I did that because I couldn't deal with the character I was given yeah. at face yeah. value. For for instance, what, what do we have, at, even at face value? We have a woman who grew up in an orphanage, yeah. uh, so her parents are, are dead or not wanting her. Yeah, or somehow uh, not her, hers. Her foster family is an overbearing mother and a lech of a father. Uh, uh and their relationship isn't really on board, and her mother probably views, uh, her her foster mother probably view, views uh, this daughter as as part of what's driving her and her husband apart because he's lusting after her. Right. Um, we've got the scene where she actually really starts to fall in love with Mike Michelle uh, Michael is after their wedding, you know, and someone says something about her being a slut or him being a, a cockled, um, that he's wearing the horns and he fights to protect her honor, you know? Uh, so 
she's in love with this guy, but only because she makes him feel safe. Um, and he makes and, her feel and is that, yeah. yeah, yeah. He makes her feel safe. And is that is that really any sort of love? And certainly argued in the rest of the movie that it's not because she's still in love with his older brother. Um, but maybe you can be in love with two people too. Yeah, I mean, it, it, yeah. I mean, there's lots yeah. of like those kind of things to get into. Yeah. But like, I mean, just in general, I, I feel like I I, I, think, I, I don't think know if this is intentional. Probably it is. But like, I think we're supposed to walk uh, get from her that like I don't feel like the world around her is being quite fair. Yeah. To her. Yeah. And I I I think. I think this is kind of from an age where oh right she's being slut shamed and, and that's acceptable I suppose um, but she's got other stuff going on and you know we don't really dive into that other stuff that's going on but we get hints at it yeah we do and um, those hints make me feel unhappy with the way the other characters act yeah and, well, and I, 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 I well I mean but you know I mean it's hard to tell a little it, bit if the movie wants us to be unhappy about those people yeah but the other characters aren't. I think. I think there's definitely some of them we're supposed to be unhappy about. Well, obviously, obviously the family, uh, her, her, yeah, her, her, Michelle and Antoine's mother. mom, yeah. and her, her foster family, and her oh, in-laws. By the way, um, her, her in-law, her mother-in-law. Wow, like the way yeah. she reacts when he, when she cheats on her son. Like yeah. she literally, basically, just says, "I told you so." It's horrible. She's a horrible says, human being. So. Such I told you show and doesn't hold Antoine culpable in the situation at all. No, and, it's nonsense. Yeah. And then uh, it's all her fault. Yeah, it's madness. Uh, and and despite the last scene, it does take two to tango. Um, that was a joke on the fact I'm not, that she dances I'm not, alone no, in the mambo. I'm going to explain. She the does joke dance her, alone. Yeah, no, but, she dances alone. Uh, but uh, you know, I I got it. I just wasn't going to react. I, I, I know, I know, and it didn't deserve a reaction, which is why I explained it. <laughs> so how I'm going to deal with that situation. Okay, <laughs> understood. Anyway, so, um, and I think we're definitely, we're definitely supposed to sympathize with her. I mean, even as her main character, she's not some sort of villain protagonist. We're, you know, I think we're supposed to sympathize with Michelle, too. Um, well, yeah. He's, he's in that situation where it's unrecorded love. He's chasing Amy, if you will. Um, there we go. I brought it back. No, I accidentally, uh, I accidentally, when we did the Chasing Amy episode two weeks ago, I, uh, I, in the closing, said that this was the next film, and I completely forgot about Brief Encounters. But they've all got kind of similar thematic elements to, to bits of them uh, on, on unrequited love and, and Here's the thing. giving up on. I don't think necessarily that it is fair to call it entirely unrequited love. Yeah, because obviously Here, Michelle no, you're right. and no, and I, and I, I think it's a thing that happens about this movie, not just from you, but in general, is that like him and Michelle, or oh my gosh, what was that? Um, her and Michelle, or whatever, my, yeah. Michael. I'm so confused about how to pronounce his name. Oh, Michael, it's French. Yeah, I'm a little confused. Um, they. They do. Um, she obviously does develop a, a strong fondness yeah. for him because yeah. of the way she reacts to what happens when she has an affair. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like she doesn't just like blow it off. You know what I mean. She does care about his feelings, and that's yeah. why she goes a bit nuts. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. And so, like, and then we also, you know. So I mean, I feel like. He he does he, he catches Amy. Oh my god, it's the same story. <laughs> I quit. No, I'm I'm leaving. Cuz it's the no, same. No, the major <laughs> the major difference is that Michelle does not have the hang-ups that Brody has. That's true. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh and he is he is like Fred in Brief Encounters, absolutely forgiving. You know, he he doesn't understand why it's happening, but he actually knows what's happening, whereas Fred doesn't really. Right. Uh, but he is still he is still forgiving, um, and still even at the end of things, even after she goes crazy a little bit and shoots uh, Mr. Carradine and all, uh, he still he still loves her. You know, 
And that's probably Michelle's own psychological issues coming through. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but we we are what we are, right? Both of yeah. them are. Yeah. Who their who their their environment made them, right? So. Yeah. I, I do. I do like the line though. At the end, after the the what's his name the the old man, not the old man, the. Man on the boat. Carradine's the rich Carradine. guy. Okay. After you get yeah. shot, like, oh, the, the police don't know anything about love. I like that. Yes. It's, yes. A, it's a great line. I, I saw, I, when I saw it, I was like, oh, that's great. Yeah. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of little great lines and little great moments in this movie. Um, you know, when uh, when Michelle and uh, Juliet are, are making out at the dining room table and his little brother walks by, yeah. Yeah. Christian, and says... Uh, you know, that's that's rated R stuff is is how it gets translated in some translations, but it's for people over sixteen. Um, yeah, I, I saw. Yeah, I, that's what I got. That is is what he's getting. Um, but yeah, the yeah. So it's a fun movie. Um, it, it is. I'm not gonna say I like it trying, though. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. I, I'm not, it's it's a fun movie, and it's we can read deeper into it, but at the same time, it's someone. Trying to present Bridget Bardo as a sex kit, and then that's really all we have going for. That's why it's you know. That's, that's yeah. I mean, there's a lot of, for of nudity in this film for a movie that doesn't actually yeah. show any nudity. <laughs> any nudity? Yeah, that's that's actually one thing. Um, one great story on the background of this movie uh, when it was presented to the censors, uh, one of the censors responded uh, that uh, the scene in which Bardo dances bottomless needed to be removed. And I don't even know what scene he's talking about. Uh, there is a, a scene. Oh no, it's 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 one where she's dancing in the house, and Christian is there, the little brother, because it specifically mentioned that you know, she's dancing bottomless in in front of the youth, um, but she's not, and she's wearing black a black leotard. Yeah, she, she's got she's not she's not even like in her underwear. She's clothed, but. Uh, the the idea that is Bridget Bardot, uh, you see nudity where there is none. Right. Yeah. No. Uh, it, it's was, it's was a quote I I think from him from <laughs> yeah. Adam about it. Uh, with with her, you see nudity where there is none. Yeah, but the the funny thing is, is because of the way it is, like I saw that, and, and it's kind of a fun little thing that they do. But because it's done so much in like like joke comedy movies to hide like yeah. various body parts like where they're like standing behind watermelons and stuff like yeah. that I'm like yeah. I couldn't help myself but just be like laughing at the movie rather than with the movie whenever that happened I don't know especially uh, just after the wedding where they're in bed together and and his arm like really awkwardly yeah yeah yeah, yeah, the yeah. camera <clears throat> in like a really unnatural like like he's closer to the camera, his arm is closer to the camera than makes sense for what's going on in the scene. Um, I think is. Yeah, it's just one of those things. But, but like... there's stuff. Yeah, you know, there's there's stuff incidentally, and they they do that a little bit, but at the same time, they they don't do it a lot. I mean, the opening scene is is her laying on her belly, uh, fully stretched from one side of the screen to the other, naked. Um, a profile view of her buttocks. Yeah. There was a butt. There was a butt. It was a and um, it was a really awkward first scene anyway. Like it, it, that, yeah, like she's. <sighs> it's it's this trying film, to introduce. I don't her. know. It introduces her as the sex kitten. Yeah, I, I mean, this is the sort of movie I have watched it one and a half times because we ended up pushing back our recording schedule. Sorry, and I watched it for the first recording schedule and and then watched it half heartedly again last night. I'm so sorry. Uh, to remind me. Oh, no, no worries. But, I mean, it could have been a better film that I did that to you, so. Yeah, it's all right. I, I needed to remember these things, but, you know, it's not it's not something I'd probably seek out. No, again. yeah, it's not. Um, there's something, like, compared to what we watched last week with Brief yeah. Encounters. Yeah. It's just like, oh, my gosh, like, I want more. And maybe that's why, like, I started hunting for, like, psychological issues and stuff it's like <laughs> i want more you want this i want people deeper. this movie is famous because bridget bardo is naked in it 
Yeah. That is basically that's what you get, right? Yeah. Um, I don't. And I don't understand there's... any of the character motivations at all. I do not know why anybody does anything that they do in this film. I mean, other than the fact that obviously everyone wants to have sex with Bridget Bardot, including possibly yeah. no, that is including but not limited to motivation. literally every male in the film. But that is that is every male in the film. That is their only motivation. Carradine, um, but they do weird stuff her, that I don't understand. Wants her but can't have her. Antoine wants her but doesn't want a relationship with her because he views her as a slut or whatever. Uh, Michelle is just hopelessly in love with her. Uh, in, I mean, I'm, Michelle's the sort of guy who I would even go for. I, I, I could see him saying, I don't even want the sex. I just want to be married to you or something like that. You yeah. Know? Um, he's, he's in love with her in an almost non-sexual way. Um, but everybody wants her in some manner. Yeah. And everybody's... The guys who have the reason not going after her have their own reason. Antoine, you know, describes her as the type of girl who's good for one night, you know. Um, and even after, she hears him say that, and she gets mad for an hour. And then they make out on the hood of well, a car. Well, and he, and he, he well, rapes no. her mouth. He rapes her mouth on the hood of a car. Um, and that is true. That is true. Um and I can't, I can't blame her for that situation. No, you're, you're right. Uh, but still, she, she still loves him. Yeah, throughout it, the rest, and and throughout the wedding, you know, the talk is, was well, Antoine going to make it? Yeah. Well, and that and that was kind of bothersome anyway, because like it's the brother's wedding, and Antoine is the focus. It's. There's a yeah. weird dynamic in that that family anyway that was a little hard for me to deal with just because like they've got this older brother who essentially is just kind of an asshole wandering around just generally being an asshole and not not just because he sleeps with his brother's wife but because just the other things he says and does are not yeah. do not make him a likable character. He's he's not a good person. But then like you know, we're and... supposed to just like Except that the these are how people ask. He's overbearingly not bad. Or not a good person. He's That's what I'm saying. It's like, I, mean, I have to accept that this is how a person acts? Yeah. He can be more complicated than not wanting a relationship with her because he thinks she's a slut, but still wanting to have sex with her. Uh, and and he, can, he can do that and still not be the asshole he is in the rest of the film. Um, and maybe even that would make more sense as to why she still loves him. Yeah. But, well, and then, like, his reactions towards, like, at the end, when, like, Michelle's trying to, or, you know, I'm just getting so confused again, uh, is trying to go see, you know, her, it's not, it's all very yeah. weird. Like, he, he feels, seems maybe like he feels guilt about what he did, because he's drinking yeah. himself into a stupor. But he feels like, he fe- his interactions with Michelle feel like he's trying to protect him from being hurt by her. Yeah, when he, he is responsible. Yeah, like he, he is, is at least fifty percent responsible for what happened. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. all not. It's madness. It's just it's madness. Yeah, no, there's there's a lot of problems with with how this movie forms its reality. Yeah, and and on the one hand, it's it's a different time. Yeah, but I think place, this is not. But on the other, there's no hand, reality here. Period. Yeah, I don't. I don't think there's any reality because there's no one. Michelle is the only compassionate person in this. Yeah, he's the only island. human being. Yeah, in, and, 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 and he's barely Bridget a human Bardot's being. He's, he's, she's he's not human he's too, compa- he's too compassionate. To That's you. true. Yes. He. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. But well, he's, he's, that he's does make him somewhat more likable than everybody else. It, it, it certainly makes him more likable, but it doesn't make him more human. No, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> I guess the little brother might be the closest thing we have to a human being, just because he's, <laughs> he's not on screen enough to cause me <laughs> to dislike not. him. He's not. He's not. The little girl, the little girl who wants the newspaper. Yes, totally the, human. From the bookstore. She's... She's human. She's well-rounded. She, I understand her motivation. Right. I don't know but why she wants the paper, I, yeah, but I understand that she wants she to do it herself. That newspaper. <clears throat> I know why she wants to do it herself, though. Oh, I yeah. Mean, I, I, I get go, that, Oh, so. gosh. Believe me. I comprehend that completely. 
Yeah. I do a lot. I, I, facilitate, I facilitate in my daily life a lot of doing it for myself. Yes. Yes. Uh, I want to get it. Lift me up. Yeah, exactly. Like, I need, to, I need to rinse the toothbrush. Why are you not picking me up yet? Whatever. <laughs> Just for an example. Yeah. But yeah, no, it. I, yeah, no. There's just no people in this film, and it's yeah. kind of upsetting. I don't. You know, we've talked in the past about why films are on the Criterion Collection or not, and I've yeah. kind of given up on searching for motivations for why they're on there. <laughs> like, considering the things we've watched. Um, but this one, I mean, is it just? Do you think because it launched Richard Bardo's like career as like internationally? I don't know. Because she's mentioned a lot in all the materials about this film. I mean, she's the main character, but she's only kind of yes and no. Because, like, she's not particularly... She's not super key to what happens either. Like, uh... Yeah. So, you know, I don't know. I just... Because the story is certainly not anything to write home about. No, no. And the directing is... Passable. I've I've seen bad directing, and it's bad, and and this isn't bad. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's just there's nothing. I I like some of the th- scenes where he where the director seems to try and like go a little bit more artsy, like where they like we watch him in the mirror, like uh, right at the when when he goes when she goes to what's her name? What's the main character's name? Uh, Juliet. Juliet. Okay. Oh, man, that's not a good sign. Um, when Juliet goes to the boat to visit Carradine, whose name I only know because mm-hmm. you told me, um, yeah, they, they do this shot through the mirror mm-hmm. for like a majority of that scene, like when they're talking yeah. in the bed, yeah. and like it's like, okay, so we tried to be arty for like a minute and a half here. Is that just yeah? The deal? But at the same time, I don't know if that's arty, and I. Uh... I don't know if that's necessarily to be artistic more than it's... I'm in a uh, boat and there's not enough space. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's possible, you know, I don't have know. To... But it's, like, it has a few little moments like that where I'm like, yeah. you just decided that Yeah, I'm not doing I'm not going to say, like I said, he's not a bad director. No, no, I don't I, think so. And maybe if I saw more of what he's doing, you know, I'd be more impressed with it. But at the same time, uh, this is his only film in... In the Criterion Collection. So we'll so. never know. <laughs> yeah. Man, it could be a I don't genius. Have a, I don't have enough time to, to watch no, any gosh, of this no. stuff. Like, so. we, basically, yeah. this fills up all of our free time. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's just... Um, I just... Coming off of the film that we watched right before this, it it, it is a hard thing to watch. Because I was waiting to be pulled in. I was waiting for to be emotionally invested and I wasn't um it does actually line up very well with chasing Amy in the fact that like not in fo- lack of emotional investment like <laughs> characters who aren't really people like, I, don't, I don't really care about any of these people and I don't uh, really know why I'm the watching lessons them, yeah. the lessons that the male main characters learn aren't aren't lessons that, <laughs> yeah, that people should learn um yeah, yeah no it's wow. it's it's actually kind of amazing that your 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 subconscious <laughs> keyed into that and skipped a yeah. brief encounter entirely and just put yeah. those two films right next to each other because it works I mean yeah <laughs> it's yeah Oh, I don't know what else to say. No, I don't. The boat burns. That was kind of interesting. Not sure, clear on why. Just overheating engines. Yeah, uh, that that was. Oh, my by the way, Antoine's response about like how she's a whore because she cost him a boat. Yeah, I almost just turned the movie off. Yeah, yeah. I know we're not supposed to like him, but come on. Yeah. Oh. That was... And then between that and the scene where the mother-in-law says... Basically says, I told you so. Like, to her son, who, like... Regardless of whether, like, what she thinks about the marriage. Like, you would never say that to someone you love. You would never say that to your child or friend. Like, about, like... Certainly not like an hour after it happened. 
And we even... Let's unpack this a little more. You know, we actually have a scene in the movie where Juliet finds a picture of herself under Antoine's pillow. You're right. Yes. Yeah, it's not like Antoine is in any way just... It's not like she seduced him. No, yeah, no, 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 no. He he can't... It's weird because you were talking about the motivations of each character. Each male character being that they want to have sex with her. Yeah. They do, but it's also like these weird things about like why each what each one of them's each male character's personal hang up are yeah. so crazy. Like yeah. Like so Antoine won't wants to have sex with her but doesn't want to get married to her. But obviously yeah. like is kind of obsessed with her. Because yeah. I assume because for, he wasn't able to have sex with her. Is, there, for is what Antoine, we're supposed to she's just this weird idol of lust. Right. What what is Caradine's motivation? Like I again a prize I, for Caradine. She's she is okay. The literal she's like trophy the, wife, the, the best wife he could possibly get yeah. with money. She is to 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 view his power to have the most beautiful woman. You know, it's Bridget Bardot in in you know nineteen fifty. It's a bit of a yeah. Like okay. obviously the most beautiful woman in the world as far as. You know, but even within the realm of of this film, the most beautiful woman in the society they're living in, um, to have her that that is that is a that is power. Okay, you know? that is why why trophy the concept of trophy wives exists. You know, because okay. having a beautiful woman when you are not yourself a beautiful man um, is is a right a prize. So my question is then is why. Um... Well, of course, yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a thing, right? But we we yeah. use the term trophy wife. We apply it to others, not necessarily knowing what that person feels, right? But um, no, I think that's really how he feels. Yeah, no, I agree. You know, in he, this film, right? But uh, yeah. my thing is that, like, so what's his hang-up? I mean, she doesn't want to to have sex with him, except for like she kind of maybe does. I don't think I don't think he's got a hang up so much as uh, she doesn't want to be with someone so much older. Okay, and so uh, yeah, and it's just that that was never very I think super she, clear to me. She legitimately does not, not is not interested in him. Love him, like him, is not interested. Okay, she's accepting. She's accepting of the attention because he's fun, uh, and he showers her with gifts. Right, he buys her and things. Um, he buys her things. But my question then is, um, he wants her to be able to stay in the village. So yeah. he just does that, I assume, and I assumed this while I was watching, that that is just out of his personal hope that if she's around long enough and yeah. he spends enough money... Yeah, it is his desire for her. Okay, that, that, that motivates is, him. is why... But there's yeah. no way... He knows that there's no way she will marry him. Yeah. Okay. All right, I was just... I, because I, that, 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 all those scenes where, that lead up to that, the marriage are think... so weird. I also think that is probably we never see it happen, but I think it's 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 more than the reality of the film as it is. They probably had sex. The old man and him and, and her. Yeah, Caradine and Juliet. I, you know, we don't see it happen, but I have no reason to believe it hasn't. You know, he's still showering her with gifts, but I don't think he's trying to necessarily woo her. Right. Uh, okay. Still. He's more. So I think. Yeah, even if she's around, even if she's married to someone else, he knows that their relationship could continue. And right, I think but, it's genuinely okay. surprised when it doesn't. Okay, I see. That that's I'm glad you saw that yeah. because I kind of was there's very that, unclear there's on that his moment, nature in this. There's that moment where he calls the house and she answers the phone and he doesn't say anything. And he's like when we cut back to him, he's like at a party. Yeah. You know, he's he's put his stopped his life. In order just to hear her voice for a second, you know he's he's as in love with her as anyone else is. Well, yeah, because no um, one in this film is in love with her. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, yeah, everyone's no, in no, love with the idea of her. Yeah, yeah nobody uh, actually for, loves yeah, her. I think I think Michelle. Well, I think Michelle might actually love her. Yeah, I can see but, that. But he's also obsessed with. I. But like. 
I think he's he's also too nice to actually love her. So. Right, yeah, like, I mean, it's hard for me to understand what... It's really hard for me to understand him, period. Like, But they're all yeah. kind of a little hard to understand anyway, so, you know, I guess that's no big surprise, right? But... Yeah. Yeah, Carradine was a kind of a mystery to me, and I'm glad you cleared that up a little bit. It makes sense. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so as far as Michelle's motivation, and, 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 yeah, I don't, I, again, I don't think, yeah, I don't think he loves her either. I think more than anybody, he loves the idea of her. Yeah. At least the beginning. When he marries her, that's But he's got a different idea of her. Yeah, I, I'm not sure that that's necessarily, it's necessarily true that he doesn't love her at the end. I think when he marries her, he's just obsessed with the idea of her. I don't think I think Michelle is and and again maybe we're reading too deep but Michelle is this pinnacle of virtue and and she's obviously not she is she is the hedonist and he is he is the saint um but there's nothing there's nothing in Michelle that suggests that he wants to change her right there might be something you know we could say that maybe in his mind he thinks that by marrying her she will stop all but this. But I don't think that he necessarily cares or wants that because yeah, when we because he is in this film the pinnacle of specifically the virtue of like compassion. Yeah. And like um understanding. He by his nature of being like that perfect specimen of that could never look down on her for what she does. Yeah. Yeah. So she can continue to do what she does and he'll never say word one about it. Yeah. Or even, even care necessarily. He is forgiving and he wants to you know, when she's depressed in bed after it, uh even as his his mother is saying, I told you so, you know, he's he's up trying to take care of her. You know. Um So actually in reality they're perfect for each other. I guess because yeah. because neither of them exist in the real world. <laughs> well, no, they're yin like and they're said, yang. No one, no one exists in the real Balance world. Here, but, well, you know yeah. what I'm saying, right? If the, if, but if at you least, had these at least two, they're the complement. If you had these yeah, two the primary forces, devoid of actual human beings attached to them, they would balance yeah. each other out. Yeah, he is. He is the compassionate side of love, and she is the the lustful passion side of love. Right. And together We just figured it out. This is something. the deepest movie ever. <laughs> that does that still doesn't make it. The no, I'm just, movie I'm just saying it, is. it really doesn't. No, I even, know. even if that is purposeful and and a message to be taken, it doesn't make it no, very no, deep. I, know. Um, I just I just like the idea that like if we take the if we take the non existent characters out of the the non existent world <laughs> And break it down to forces. They are. They at least make sense, kind of. They are elemental forces. They balance each other. They balance each other. Um, So, yeah, I guess. I'm just saying that, like, if you (laughs) ignore the fact that the people in this film don't make any sense. (laughs) At least the film kind of functions. There we go. She is Orpheus. And he is oh Persephone. Oh, no, no. <laughs> don't do that, Adam. That's a crime. I can and I will. It's a crime. Um, no, no. But, I mean, in a, in a way. Well, but like, true, but Orpheus but... and Persephone is, are, is sent away. At least Orpheus wants to change. And Persephone isn't perfect. Yeah, I know. And, and isn't, uh, now I'm getting... I'm, I'm forgetting, but isn't she? Doesn't isn't Eustace she? She's killed because of him, his hubris, right? Yeah. So yeah. really, yeah. not any of this in the, this film. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no. Just checking. It's, I had to start thinking through. Like, okay, it's been a while, right. but yeah. is there any sort of uh, similarity? Not really. No. Uh, besides character archetypes. Well, no, yeah. There's nothing. But these guys are so archetypical, er, ar- archetypical, archetypical, that they they aren't yeah. anything other than their character archetype. So, yeah, and everyone is from the from the 
evil stepmother to the <laughs> yeah. What about what about the people? What, what is the, what do we call the character archetype of annoying people at bar? <laughs> annoying people are always at the bar, man. That's true. I guess I guess that maybe that's the thing. If I go to TV tropes, I'll find annoying yeah. people at bar. Yeah, I'm sure they call it something else. Yeah. but <laughs> just saying those people drove me nuts. Yes. Like also, how are the? I'm a little unclear on something. Are, is the Mambo place just in the back room of the bar that they always hang out at? I'm under the impression it's the basement, but yes. How and why? Uh, I don't know. I found it very confusing. Because, like, we ended up in the Mambo place, and we didn't seem to travel to the Mambo place. No, no, she goes down the stairs. Yeah, I know, but, I'm like, sure I, I, it is. But, like, like the stairs we've never known the that there was a the Mambo stairs? place there before? The stairs at the bottom of the stairs seem a lot uh, a lot bigger than the stairs when they're at the top of the stairs. Yeah. But, uh, well, what I mean is, like, I feel like we're facing... Like, why had we never been there? Yes. Because that's not where the dance takes place, so, you know, why... Right, like, why are we back there in a place that we've never been? Um, I felt like this is, like, the opposite of, like, the if there's a gun on the mantle, it'll be fired by Act 3. It's like, well, it's the... Well, listen, man, if, if we go with my... my Orpheus mythology, oh, you know, she does go downstairs uh, into a world full of the only black people in the movie, <laughs> uh, who are obviously clearly they're lustful because they're playing mambo, right? Uh, and that's why racist. why this guy um, had to endure mambo. Yeah, somebody um, did mambo at him. Yes, in his general direction. People. No, I mean, I'm just saying that, like, we all of the other places. That we go are established at some point during the film. Yeah. And then we continue to go to those places. For the most part. Whereas this is kind of just, just We just go there at the very last scene, basically, for no reason. Yeah. Like, I'm like, we well, couldn't it had just to do, take place somewhere. But we could have done it in the same place we had the other dance. That's true. But there wasn't a stage in that place. I don't... Really, what I don't understand is, was that supposed to be the bar? Where where was that dance taking place? That's a, no, I don't know. The dance hall. The other side of that. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. Like, the dance places. But I, I just read dance place as dance place. This movie yeah. needs people having a dance. Let's go to a barn. To, to, be, to be fair, the choreography of that last scene uh, involved a lot more movement than any place we had been would have offered. Okay. Uh, I feel, so, I, I understand that. But like, I just, but also, like, are we supposed to read some sort of weird metaphor into Mambo? I really don't. Uh, I think there is... <laughs> honestly, I really think it's just delirium. You know? Any, any, my my trying to force a uh, Orpheus missile... No, 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 no. no. Uh, I don't think it's anything like that. I'm just saying, like, are we I, supposed to, like... Are we supposed to feel that like Mambo is the work of the devil or something out of this? No, no, I don't. I don't think so. Even I, I meant yeah, that there's... in like Prohibition era, alcohol is the work of the devil way, not in yeah. the Orpheus connection again. Like, no, yeah, it's just I like mean, it's, it's, it's weird that yeah, it ends in Mambo. Is all I'm saying. It's a sexual dance. Okay. Um, yeah, but and, insert every and in dance. a very yeah. Um, and even more sexism to this movie, it's it's hysteria. Um, yeah, probably a literal like translation of hysteria, yeah, hysteria. Yeah, like, oh my god, it's yeah. wandering. No, but but uh, it's it's this woman going crazy. Yeah, and and this is how the crazy's coming out <laughs> in, in mumbo. But that's what I'm saying is that like that's the part that bothers me throughout. Like that, that, what I'm talking about is it ends in mumbo, Adam. Yeah. Essentially, but actually ends on a road, right? No, it ends with yeah. them walking home to their ends, factory. Well, it ends. Right? Carradine and Antoine on, are a road. on the road, and Carradine's been shot, and and it ends with them both accepting that they've lost her. Um, and, and it ends with her leaving with. Uh, does she? She lives with Michelle at the end. Yes, yeah, yeah, she does. After he yeah. slaps the shit yeah. out of her, he, it's crazy. He, he slaps her like four times. Um. <laughs> Which we'll talk about in a minute. Just keep going. Yeah, and then and then she comes back to her senses, or even a greater, a a more direct sense that 
this is this slapping is what has changed her because she's because spousal abuse does her, that to I people. Guess. Yeah, after after being walked on for so long, he stood up to her. And, you know the listen, the the morality of this film is not something. <laughs> yeah, I know that we should get in, into in a lot of different ways. The morality <laughs> but, of this film is not so, something. I'm, which brings up a whole other thing. Probably the okay. most, probably actually the worst part of the film. Every time somebody hits and or punches somebody in this film is god awful. Oh yeah, no. These are uh, the Michelle worst cannot, fight scenes ever. He cannot he cannot take a convincing punch? When he and nobody delivers one. But, Everybody sounds like it's, yeah. it's all like people punching meat sacks, and <laughs> clearly no. It, like, it's worse than like like bad wrestling. There's just yeah. like there's obviously no contact, even when he slaps her. It's yeah. like, come on, guys. Really? You couldn't even do that part for me? You couldn't convince me that these two people are in a fight? I know people yeah. have been doing it on screen for quite some time. And making it convincing. Yeah. Movies were made before this where people fought and it was convincing. <laughs> Why can't you get it done? Well, that that bothered me actually quite a bit. Like every time they got in a fight scene, it really like I was like, "What is going on here?" Yeah, like this is high school play level of like fisticuffs. <laughs> yes, like people are stomping people the ground while they a yeah. stage acting class. Yeah, people are stomping the ground while they swing in the general direction of another human being, hoping that that's convincing. I don't, I don't know. That that bothered me a lot. Yeah, but. I think this movie. And it's not it's not Bardo's first movie. It's not. No. You know, she had other stuff going on. Um I don't even think it's her first starring role. No, but it it was pointed out but, that it's the one that launched her internationally, right? Yeah, yeah. Um But yeah, without her this movie is nothing. No, it's Yeah, this movie even with her this movie is nothing. It just happens to be like a, a nice like way for her to get her name out there, basically. But like, yeah, if yeah, if this yeah. movie had a different actress in it, it would be a. We probably wouldn't even be able to get a copy of it. No, no, it would have disappeared. Yeah. Um, yeah. Why? What? What? I don't know. Anyway. No, but I think that's, I mean, that's the point I think that we should actually probably leave it on, is that this movie is only a movie that anybody has ever even thought about watching because of Bridget Bordeaux, right? So. Yeah. That sums it up. Yeah. No, it absolutely sums it up. There's really nothing worthwhile um, going on in it. Uh, and good on her for... Having it as a stepping stone to her getting famous, yeah, to know? like she, other movies, <laughs> yeah. and not not she's having her career end with this monstrosity. Yeah, yeah. well, I mean, it, it, I want to call it a monstrosity. Well, it's, it's not. It's not like it's bigger than it needs to be. It's not so. No, I, I just like that. It's not about to. It's not about to collapse in on itself, and that's what I think of when I hear <laughs> yeah, okay, monstrosity okay. I, I, yeah. to film. You're right. You're right. It's not. But, it's not about to go weirdly circular or anything like that but yeah it is not a pleasant viewing experience for me at least no it's not that great a movie it's not not the worst movie no give it that no we've we've watched totally worse movies well obviously but we don't need to talk about that Adam (laughs) no no we don't no we don't I have to sleep tonight okay (laughs) All right. Yeah. No. Yeah. It, so, what's next? <laughs> Let's just segue the heck out of this thing. <laughs> um. You don't know. Actually, do you? I really need. I need to look it up. I'm sorry. Yeah, I should have done that. I'll Ooh, talk about how I much I dislike this film. Uh, next is. Uh, um. We'll be talking about the bank dick. Um. W. C. Fields, which will be a a very big change. Uh. From from this. Um, we go from, uh, well, I, I suppose not as different. <laughs> we we go from this movie that only exists because 
Christian Bardot is naked in it, to a movie where W.C. Fields makes a whole bunch of drunken sexual innuendo. Ooh! Yeah. I mean, that's that's W.C. Fields' M.O., so I just assume that. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah. Well, thank you for listening to Lost in Criterion. Uh, If you liked In God Created Woman and disagree with us completely, uh, I'm sorry. Feel free to post something on the the blog. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, not super impressed, but enjoyable enough. Yeah, I guess. Thank you for listening once again. We'll see you next time for Edward Klein directed W.C. Fields film, The Bank Dick. See you then. of With Two Brains. The show is hosted by Adam Glass and John Patrick Owatari Dorgan. Jonathan Hape did the music and Adam Glass also edited it all together. Feel free to contact us by email via lostincriterion at withtwobrains.com or join us on the web at www.lostincriterion.com.